Um, who are you, Mr. Sketchy Boy? So welcome to Sketchy Boys, guys. <laughs> You're here with me, Andy, and he, he Jesse. He, Jesse. And, uh, yeah, this would be our first podcast. Welcome. Hope you like. Right. Hope you like? Yeah, hope, hope you like. like it. Hope you like it. Um, how did we meet? What, why, why is this... Why should people tune in? I mean, that's a strange way to... Uh, yeah, those two it's questions... Almost like, it's almost like you're trying to value us. Right. How much are we? How much you? are we? So, you know, well, we met... Um, in a field trip, right? Yeah. That was a cool field trip. Yeah, freaking um, San Francisco. It was the Bay Area, pretty much, right? Yeah. It was, it was total bay. It was total bay. Yeah, I can see why many people like it. Um, yeah. You got... Well, you talked to me because I was into bleach. Not really. I mean, the funny thing is, I didn't know many people that were into bleach mm-hmm. or into anime. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I didn't know much of Bleach at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I only knew, like, a few anime because, you know, I stay up late watching mm-hmm. Toonami or something. Right. But, you know, when I saw you, you were watching, like, the, uh, that one arc. With the... They're flying in the sky. Yeah. And they're just kind of, like, up there. And I thought that was, like, I've never seen that. Yeah. You know? I wasn't that far into it. You know, that's the thing. Like, you don't really know much of, like anime until like you watch it all the way through yeah so like i haven't seen a lot of anime until like netflix i feel like a lot of people would like anime if they were more weebish well if they're introduced to it yeah if they were introduced to it yeah like most people i know were into anime because like i guess cartoon network you know tsunami right i i didn't know many people that Okay, yeah, I said earlier that I didn't know many people that were into it, mm-hmm. but it's because not many people were vocal about it. Right. But then later on, I found out a lot of people did watch it, to some degree, something, you know, like, yeah. like from Pokemon to Sailor Moon or Inuyasha. Right. Like, just basics, really. So, Sp- like, to some degree. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Speaking of that, like, uh, that reminds me of how we, like... The social norms in high school, you know, mm-hmm. it was so. I don't know. Each each. There's different cliques. Yeah, different cliques, but they were like they worked as a hierarchy almost, you know. Well, yeah, I think that's in every school. There's the popular kids. Yeah. And then there's like kids that are like in band or geeks, you know. Yeah, but in reality, like nobody had any power. Yeah, they had know? no real power. This is an illusion of power. Like the only ones that really had power were the principals, <laughs> or like. But even then, they were kind of they yeah. kind of like follow this whole. Within the, system. the school system, yeah. I just thought that was... Uh, it's interesting how... Uh, life after high school... You, mm-hmm. you realize how different things actually are in life. Yeah, I mean, you don't get the whole... Oh, now you go to... You do this now. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like... In high school, it's like you're told... You have to go to this class at this time... Mm-hmm. Without... Like, ifs, ands, or buts about it. You just have to do it. Yeah, and there were repercussions if you didn't detention or something like right. that. Or expulsion. And then when we got out of high school, we were like, oh, there's no detention for not going to work today or, like, not going to school today or whatever. Yeah, it was very laxed. But yeah. the thing is, there's no, at that point, like, there's no real goal set for you. You have to set your own goals. Yeah. They don't teach you how to be really goal-oriented in high school. No. Or, like, the thing is, I remember in high school, or, or you know, right? So, mm. it was very, like, 
you have to you have to create your own portfolio, right? Yeah. And then like with that portfolio, you kind of like build up your whole your your res like your resume in a sense. Like, right. You build up like oh this is what I've done, and after it, it it's like like there's just a lot of stuff that I didn't really need to do later on in life. You know. Mm. I know that you used it, right? Yeah. Well, I went to college right after, so um, that helped me develop uh, a way to like get into the system. You know. Even though it's free, um, community college, it's yeah, it's easy. easy. Yeah, I mean, like all you have to do is just pay for it. But <laughs> what helped me was like signing up for scholarships and stuff like that. You know. Oh, okay, right. So all of that actually helped with um, financial aid. Yeah. You know that sucks. It sucks because I couldn't, I couldn't sign up for financial aid. My my dad made too much. Yeah. So it's like I can't. The thing is, like, it's it's stupid because. Like, I would have to pay for it myself. Yeah. So, like, what does it matter how much your parents make? Right. Like, not many parents... I, I've learned that, like... Even amongst parents that make a lot of money, like, a lot of them don't actually, like, support their kids past high school. Yeah. That's, that's an old traditional, like, thing, right? In Especially American boomers. values, like, after 18, you're an adult. You're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah. So it's just kind of dumb, mostly because, well, my parents... They're, they're Gen X. Yeah. Yours, what are they? Um, I think they're two different generations. My mom was born in 60 and my dad's 70. No, 48. So yeah. So, you're a baby <laughs> boomer, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, this is just, there's just, like, a very different mindset mm -hmm. from when they grew up. But also, it depends on also, uh, they're, they're not, like, I guess, like, their national, like, the laws. You know, that applies yeah. to them. Yeah. Because, like, if you're a baby boomer in the U.S., like, there's certain things that were given to them that were not given to the later generations. Mm. According to, like, the laws that they made. Yeah. So, it was much easier for many people that, like, are boomers to find opportunities mm. where their children no longer have that capability like school for instance school was not that expensive back then mm -mm. you know like how you could work a minimum wage job and start buying your your home you know having to buy your, your, own, buy, your yeah. own house put a down payment for a house and start paying it off and still going to school at the same time yeah i think it was because the feds really wanted people to buy the houses that they were they were making, I guess, in the suburbs, because mm. there's they're creating suburbs, and so they needed people to buy it. They needed people to make loans on it, you know, mortgages and all that. Yeah. But now it's like there's so many people, and it's just I guess the demand just changed everything, so that now it's everything's more expensive as inventory is low. Mm. And on top of that, I feel like you could make more inventory, but like a lot of people just start not making inventory. Mm. I'm not I'm too entirely sure as to why that is. But it, it causes, it, like, just a lot of people can't even buy houses now. Yeah. And even on top of that, a lot of colleges, not the, really worth dude, it. The tuition, yeah, the tuition has gone super high up. I remember when I started, it was, like, 30 to 40K, and now I know it's at least over 60K from the last time that I checked. I don't even know how much it is right now. Well, you know why that is, right? Why? It's because we're uh, a cash-flowing asset. You ever heard that? No. Cash flowing asset. asset. It's, it's like, you know how like to the banks were cash flowing assets also. Oh right. So like, when they give out loans to us, mm. they're making money. Right. Off of those loans. Yeah. Right? Through interest. 
So they charge these these prices with the interest that you would have to pay alongside with that. Yeah. Monthly. So like they're making money off of you. So that's the whole reason why it's so expensive. Right. And it's like. I feel the, bad for nurses, man. They don't have to. What? Well, have you seen, like? I think it's like a hundred or one hundred twenty thousand just to be like finish with your nurse thing. Your nurse, uh, registered nurse certificate or whatever. You're, you become a registered nurse. Right, yeah. No, that, that, there's, there's cheaper ways to do it, of course. But if you go the traditional route going to, to college mm -hmm. for that specifically, mm -hmm. right after high school, it's, it's quite expensive. I mean, how many years do you have to do for that? There's so many girls that end up doing that, too. Yeah. Right? And I, I heard that there's, like, there's just me, myself. Where, like, most of the girls that are, like, registered nurses mm -hmm. are, like, the kids that would, like, that were, like, bully in high school or something. I'm not sure if that's that true. That were bullied or would bully? They would, bu they would bully. They would bully other I'm people? Guessing. I don't know if that's true, but, I mean, I, I, I know a few, but they, I don't I don't know them like that. I don't know them right. in high school. Right. So I, would, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you on that. But, yeah. I no, mean, some, some have, a lot of nurses have, um, like, a bully-type personality. Oh, okay. From what I've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were nice. Well, they have to be nice. Yeah. Oh, you mean like nice in high school or nice? As oh, I don't know. I don't know how they were in high school. So, okay. So, yeah. In their profession, yeah. they're nice. They have to. I notice how, how much nicer people are. Well, this depends. Yeah. How, how nice people are in like the workplace as opposed to like outside of the workplace. Because like, yeah. you're, held, you're held accountable. You have to be nice. You have to not be right. you have to. You can't be a terrible person. Interesting. Because I've noticed like how people... How people would treat you outside of work and, like, when you're working together. Like, they, they try to, like, find ways not to, like, purposely offend you, mm -hmm. you know? Because, like, oh, they can get fired. Yeah, no, but I, I, that's something I've, I've realized. But, I mean, because I noticed, like, how people, I don't know, it's just this strange, being an adult is strange. Yeah. As opposed to being, like, in high school. I feel like in high school... People were were nicer because like they didn't have like this ego about themselves. Yet. Yeah. I feel like once they they I don't know if they solidified who they are after high school. Because mm -hmm. when you're in high school, you're kind of like awkward. You don't really know too much about yourself. Even mm -hmm. you're still trying to figure like trying to figure out life. But like once you're an adult, it's like you kind of like you see how people are outside of that. Mm -hmm. And like what people have to deal with, and it kind of weighs down on yourself. Also. Yeah. I feel like I made more. I had more lasting relationships with people that I met in, in high school after high school. Oh okay. It's dude. It's so weird. There was I had a humbling moment this week. Where um, you know when you take care of somebody. Mm -hmm. They kind of depend on you to take care of them, you know? Mm. You're like, like a caregiver, kind of. Yeah. Way. But, like, it's, I don't know, it, when, like, there's something that you need to do for them that you've never done before. Mm -hmm. But, like, obviously, you're going to do it because, you know, it's the right thing to do. It's the kind thing to do. Right. Um, it just humbles you. I don't know, that's, I guess that's the best thing I can say without being too graphic about what I had to do. Maybe it's like, well, I, I, maybe that's how it is raising a child. 
also? Yeah. Is that just the aspect of like taking care of someone? Cleaning know. poop. Yeah, cleaning poop, wiping them down. Burping them. Burping them. That's really weird. Or even, uh, did you, did you know that you, you're supposed to fart your babies too? Fart them? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, punch like, them in the stomach? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Bogum> punch! Oh. <laughs> you lift the legs up, and you, like, kind of play around with them. Okay. Oh, is that why, girl, that's why moms do that? Yeah, and then you, like, kind of squeeze them and, like, make them suck in their knees to their stomach. Oh, okay. And you yeah. squeeze down and then just hear what? the fart, dude. Yeah. Do you awesome. try that? Uh, yeah, with this guy. When he was a baby? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's disgusting. You let him do that shit? Is that sincere? What's that? Yep. There's a baby. Give me a second. I'll be back. She needs to get party. Yeah. I don't, I don't really go out much anymore. You know? I just go out and, like, well, I would go out to Costco and buy food. I wouldn't go out. To a fast food place and then you know buy food there mostly because you just waste so much money like there's so much money wasted when you do that yeah i've realized so like you didn't do that when you were younger do what go out and buy food fast food younger like how young are you talking about like after high school yeah i did you would go out and eat all the time i mean i would sometimes like go out and buy some food when I had had my car. Plus, yeah. But that was like, I wasn't until like 21 that I got a car. So it was a, it was a bit of time. And yeah. that's the thing, who, did, when you had your car pretty young, right? Like in high school? Yeah. I was did 16, you pay it? I think. Did you pay for it? Yeah. How much was it? 2K. So you saved up 2K? Mm-hmm. And you also yeah. had a job. That's that's the thing. When I was in high school, I had to play sports. I had to like be right. in sports. And I wanted to get a job because I was like, I don't care to play this sport. Why didn't you? It, why didn't I what? Get a job instead of doing sports? Because I couldn't. I mean, that's the thing. I didn't find out until later. Like I was like, because I would tell my mom things. I wouldn't tell my dad anything really. Because mm -hmm. he, he kind of get. Well, he would like. He's not reasonable. He's not a reasonable guy. He. I don't think. He's not a person that you can go to. Yeah. Like, you gotta watch what you say around him. Okay. He's kind of like, has like an ego. Like, very stern. He gets, he's, ing he's, uh, he's easy to anger. Okay. Quick fury, alright. So that, you, he wouldn't let you get a job instead of do sports? I never, I just never brought it up to him. But he was always like, because there was a time when I went to Granada, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just had these classes. One of the classes was guitar. I had a guitar class. Mm. So it had been pretty cool to take it. It was like first period just to take it and like learn it. Mm. But then because my dad, he said that I should, like, why am I not in the baseball or whatever? Mm. I, I didn't want to also. But then yeah. after because of that, I, he, he's the one that changed it. Mm. Wow, he changed your class schedule? Mm. That's pretty crap. And the funny thing is, is it's pointless. Honestly, this to everyone that's in high school that plays a sport. Plays a sport. It's it's pointless. It's do it for fun. If you're into sports, um, well, if you're into sports in high school, if you're in sports in high school and you're not into it, don't do it. 
Like it's pointless. Yeah. I, I think if it's if it's fun for you, if you're enjoying it, you know, just for the sake of exercise or whatever, that's that's fine. Hmm. But yeah, you are right. It's like it's kind of a waste of time to just to focus on that. And mostly, I think it's because most people they think, especially Gen Xers, they're very into like sports, and even like, was it like anyone born in the '80s also millennial? Very into sports, right? Mm. So it's like almost like a culture to get into them. And, kind of. Uh, but the thing is, what is the payout for getting into a sport in high school? They think that it might be like, oh, it's good for your tuition. You can get a tuition if you're really good, you know? Or you might play well, like a scholarship. Yeah, for tuition, yeah. So, so you get like a good scholarship or get a full scholarship. Yeah. But what is, what is the likelihood of that happening? It's pretty high. How many people? So you know many people that got scholarships based on being good in sports in high school. I met a couple, yeah. Like what? what which sport exactly? Football. Um, soccer. Usually only football too. On top of that. Yeah. Like you don't really get many people like if you're a baseball player, they wouldn't. Because I was actually baseball, so. I don't think I don't think I've seen many people in get a baseball, get a, baseball. Yeah, getting a scholarship for baseball. Yeah. But like even aside from sports in high school, like a lot of things that you do in high school is pointless when you go out to get a job or yeah. to a career because a lot of it doesn't really align with that. Like I would say the only thing that really matters in high school is just math, maybe yeah, math, science, history. But the thing is, most people don't even pay attention to history class. I only know that because a lot of people. Because you now, didn't. No, I did because like I I would I would ask about people I would ask about things in history, mm -hmm. and then a lot of people they didn't know it. Yeah. When I brought it up, or it's like it's new to them. So it just it just proves that either they weren't taught it in their curriculum, or they just were not paying attention. They were too busy drawing an eye or something. Yeah. So. <clears throat> The thing is, that's that's the thing that I feel it did matter. Like, there's, like, this whole meme's like, I don't even know how to do my taxes, but I know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the DNA. Right. I mean, to some degree, that does matter to know, but mm -hmm. it's not something that will teach you to be financially responsible. Responsible, because that's what you're going to have to be when you, you know, have high school. Well, I think the curriculum of, of high school is just, like, basic stuff for you to get into and then seek whatever you're into. Yeah, I've learned, I looked into it, but apparently the school system that we have today in the U.S., in, like, since the 1900s, was, uh, I think, based off of the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers, where they had, like, the whole eight-hour... Uh, curriculum, the eight-hour yeah. school day, yeah. with like the bells ringing to start the day right. and to end the the school day, so that people get into the mood or the groove for a job later down yeah. the line. So that's why like a lot of well, the eight-hour like yeah. school day was implemented through a company, through people that owned oil, you mm. know, or I, it was either Rockefellers. Or Did you hear about that thing where um, schools were 
weren't a thing before, like, the First World War or something like that? That's how they are now. Um, yeah, so, like, because people were going off to war and stuff, and the uh, men were going off to war, and then women had to take up jobs to support the family. Yeah. They would put all the kids uh, of the same, like, neighborhood or whatever together. Okay. And then they would, like, just to keep them busy, the, they would teach them, like, uh, arithmetic and, uh, you know, basic shit. Mm -hmm. And so that became the school system. Because okay. they saw that it was very effective to keep kids at a young preoccupied, age, like, preoccupied while... And while, not just roaming around yeah. aimlessly, whatever. Mm. I think there was school to some degree. Like, there's always been school. Yeah. I feel... I think that's how that's the public school system became, though. Our public system? Public school yeah. system? I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, but yeah, so... From what I understand, that's the one route that they did, or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, keeping that in mind, I think that the... I think eight hours a day in school is a lot for kids. Like, yeah. I get why, cause, but it's also because, like, you have to keep them somewhere preoccupied. Mm -hmm. While because the while typical the kid, nine while, to five. Yeah, yeah. While, the, while the parents are at work from their nine, uh, nine to five, so it's mm -hmm. eight hours. Or even then, like, a lot of people work many more hours than that. Yeah. But the whole thing with the eight hours, of, many people don't even know that the whole point of us having the eight-hour day was because there was a law implemented where that would be the case. Yeah. Because before the Great Depression, they would have child laborers. They would, like, you know, there was child labor. Yeah. And there was, like, like you could work many hours a day for, like, very cheap. Mm-hmm. And there was no such thing as a middle class. Yeah. It was just either you were rich or you were poor. And that's it. And the poor would do, like, the worst types of jobs. Like, they would even go, like, in chimneys. And then you find out later that was cancerous and bad for, like, yeah. the kids that were being placed into them because they're the only ones that could reach down there. Yeah. And just, and the coal mines and all of the, just the, the very, like, bad labor. It was basically, like, we were, like, a sweat, like, a lot of sweatshops. Yeah. And there was no rights of the, the, the people, really, of the yeah. workers, until much later. So that's right. why, like, the New Deal was such a big deal. But even then, like, a lot of conservatives are like, that's terrible. We shouldn't have that. They'll ruin the, the economy. They'll ruin business if we had eight-hour work days. You so, Republicans say that? Well, no. Well, the whole, the whole thing is, like, uh, it's not like Republican-Democrat is what I'm saying. It's saying that conservatives, meaning that people mm. that want things to change, like, just to remain the same. Yeah. Didn't think that that would be a good thing. Yeah. Like, I don't really think of things like, as, like, a party system. No, 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 no. I, I was just think, like, curious what you, what you had said. Like, I don't even know, like, there's a point where there's, like, a party change. There's, like, a flip yeah, in the party. Yeah, there's always, like, a, is it, like, eight years of Democrats and then, like, No, I mean, like, the whole point of, like, who identified as the Democrats. Oh, right, 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 right. Like, because yeah. before the Civil War, many Southerners, Southern slave owners were Democrats. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, that whole, before the whole shift, so that's why I said conservative. Yeah. Because I don't even know if they were mostly Republican or Democrat at that yeah. point. You know? I feel like the whole point of the party system is pointless, personally. I feel like it's just, like, a way to divide people. Yeah. Like, it's just to divide the, the poor into thinking that... Like it's not the it's not the aristocrats 
problem is because of other things, you know? Yeah. So, like, if you have these two people pretending that they represent you, then it gives you an illusion of, like, oh, they're yeah. there for us. That's what I've realized a lot. Um, that's what I've realized a lot lately, that um, they're, you don't really get represented. You know how you vote every four years for a president? Um, the choices that I get are never what I truly stand for. Stand for, yeah. Yeah. Like, either side. And it's just like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, it's like you can drink whatever you want, but it can only be Coke or Pepsi. So, yeah, I like and you're, Cola. you're diabetic. <laughs> you're diabetic. So, like, you're screwed. <laughs> Pick your poison, essentially. That's what it is. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that expression. But that's the thing. Like, that's, that's essentially how it is. Like, a lot of these people that run, these politicians that run for whatever, mm. like, they don't really fight for you. They don't care for your problems, per se, because they don't have them. They won't mm. have them. So, it's like, it's no point for them to really work out on it. It's just... They know that you want these things, mm. and then essentially, and then later on, like they they don't follow through with what they promised. Mm. But the thing is, they knew that if they if you if they said what you wanted to hear, then they would give it to you. Yeah, or you would give it to them. Yeah. So that's why I don't really have any really faith in our our government. I'm pretty sure it's been like that since for many years, you know? Yeah. Because people in power, they don't really care for people that are in low class. You know? If you look at, like, monarchs, like, they didn't really care for the... They just wanted them to, to labor so that they can get benefits, benefits from yeah. their labor. So, that's what the cool thing of it... What is this? What is this? What is this? Spiderweb? It is a spiderweb. Is it? Why do you have a spiderweb? Uh, that's what I'm curious to know. Um, yeah, I, I don't like leaning either side. I like knowing each specific topic that is important to me mm-hmm. and making sure that those things will, like, manifest in my life, pretty much, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I think the best thing to do is the research, not like not listen to what the news has to say because they're really just there to misinform yeah. you. But I mean, you could hear out, hear them out. You know, like you could yeah, hear out, like a uh, biased political leaning news anchor or whatever. You could hear what they have to say because then now you know it's like oh that's what they believe. But then after research is essential. Yeah. You know, your own research, not on Facebook or something, but, like, look up online about, like, these issues yeah. to figure out yourself. Because, like, Bernie, for instance, like, a lot of people are, are for Bernie because they say certain, he says some certain things that they believe in. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that when I, when he, I, I've heard many things that he has said, and I looked into them. To see for myself what, mm. what he was getting at, and 
it made me realize a lot of the things about the government that they do that kind of do screw over the people. Mm. So like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to bore anyone, but I don't know if anyone has heard of like Glass Eagle. Have you heard of Glass Eagle? Mm. Well, Glass Eagle was a, uh, it was an act where after the, after the Great Depression, in order to like make it so that not everyone suffers because of the, the, the collapse of the economy, they split banking. Because before, like, if you if you had your money with the bankers, it affects, like, if the stock market crashes, it affects everyone. Yeah. But then, there's this act where they split it into people who invest their money in, like, investment banking, mm. and then people that just hold their money in a bank, like, mm. commercial banking, were, like, separate. From what I remember, that's what I learned when I looked it up. Because that's what Bernie Sanders, he said. He talked about that we should we should reinstall that act, or else we'll have like a, another crisis when the economy like goes down, you know, in the downturn. Yeah. But then after during the Clinton administration, uh, they had this one act that kind of vetoed that bill. So then, when the the recession hit, like everyone's uh. Like the economy when when it crashed, everyone was affected deeply from that. Mm-hmm. With the subprime loans and stuff, so like now everyone has to like pay for those mistakes. Yeah. And it sucks because even if even if people were to get like like say like African Americans, they want reparations for like a lot of the wealth that the government withheld from them. You know, mm-hmm. which makes sense because like you look at Tulsa, they completely wiped out their their uh their wealth when they did that yeah and the whole reason they had like these black businesses is because they couldn't integrate yeah. in society so like that's the only thing they could have done but then the government like well the ku klux, ku klux klan they completely destroyed their businesses you know yeah so there's a lot of things like that even redlining right so like anyone that's that's not seen as like a white citizen mm-hmm. would suffer you know, and be like redlined or like have no wealth within their community because of uh, just you know unfair advantages. But that's the whole thing. Like even if there was reparations, like it wouldn't be the government that pays those reparations. It would be the taxpayer. Yeah, everybody else that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, that's point. the dumb thing about it. It's like you can't really hold the the government accountable for anything because yeah. they just have. The, the labor class, the working class people yeah. pay for it. Because technically you can't, I mean, all the people that did messed up things in the past are either dead or so old, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so people that old. definitely benefited from it yeah. to this day, but that doesn't apply to everyone. It only applies to those certain people and their, their lineage. Yeah. But you know that it applies to them because like, they, they have so much wealth from it. Mm. They have generational wealth. Yeah. You know, so it's like, why is it that it's 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 kind of like don't yeah that's the whole thing it's like how could you be sure who should pay for those yeah. uh, those damages yeah it, you you would say just the government but then the government would just have people yeah, that's how that they have make, no affiliation that's how they make the money you know get a penny from you know a billion people you have, how many what's the population in the U S 
300 million? 300 million. 330 million, probably. Yeah, so that, that, that would pretty much be it, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, they're not really holding the government accountable mm -hmm. or any of the people that did have any affiliation or, like, you know, the, the yeah. people that are benefiting from it today affiliated with it. And you just have a bunch of people that yeah, have nothing the, to do the with it. The working class is so huge nowadays. Mm -hmm. So. And also, that's the thing. School is only there so that you could get ready for work. Yeah. For for working for someone else, not to 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 teach you how to run a business or how to manage your money, or how to like pay your taxes even. Yeah. Which are things that they sh we should know about. Yeah. And but the whole thing is like, oh, your parents should have taught you. But then like, of course, they like don't even kill. know it, you know. Yeah. So I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like my parents didn't teach me any of things about like even saving up. I only yeah. realized later, like just more recently, that I should save up my money. And it was from a YouTuber. From YouTubers. They're the ones that told me. So, like. YouTube University? You can't trust anyone. You can only trust YouTube and what you find out on it. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> just trust us, kids. We know. Your parents don't listen to them. They don't know. They don't. Um, so, yeah. W I guess, how do you take responsibilities on now? Responsibilities? Yeah. Like my just, what kind of responsibilities? What do, you, what do you consider responsibilities? Things I have to do. Things I have to respond to. Yeah. Which Able to respond to. I mean, the word responsibility comes it's from the response. Yeah. It's something you have to respond to. So what, what, what is the things that you have to respond to? I think... Everyone has a responsibility to their finances, to, because that's the thing, no one else is going to do it for you, no one's, or like, responsibility, responsibility for what you want to do with your life, yeah. your career, I that's think, a responsibility. Yeah, that's I what think I'm doing. another responsibility is um, learning, not necessarily going to college, but always constantly, like, doing something or you know, reading or, or just heightening your mind to the next thing, you know? If you go around life just expecting, like, oh, well, I've gone to school and that's all I need, you're kind of, like, getting stuck in that mental, you know, um, gap. Or mental, what's it called, stagnant mentally? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could be, like, 30, 40, but your mind has only developed up to, like, 18 years old of school, you know, or, like, learning, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, that's not good for anybody. I think it's irresponsible for us not to keep wanting to know something different. Yeah, to learn, to excel. I feel like the whole mindset you should have is that you don't know it all. Like, you can't. Like, there's never a time you can actually ever know everything that you should know. And you should always expect that there is more to learn. So that's why you shouldn't be, like arrogant to any degree really because like there's nothing that you just, you just don't know it all you know so you have to keep your mind open to possibilities and yeah even even if you don't really believe in them just to be able to um entertain them yeah because the people that aren't able to do that aren't able to learn more end up suffering because of it.
and they don't realize until much later. It's like, oh, I should have. Yeah. So you say like, there's always things to learn. I, I, I dig at my work right now. There's a couple of um, coworkers that are into crypto, mm -hmm. and they're like learning about it. I think that like that's just one subject, and and that's okay to do that. You know, mm -hmm. look for a bunch a bunch more once you you know something clicks with you. Yeah. I think people ignore the fact that you know you have to be interested in something to, to learn. Mm -hmm. Make things interesting for you. I think again, I think that's a responsibility of everybody. Make things interesting for you to learn more. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, crypto is one one of the things that many people are now coming to learn about. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's a lot of people that feel like they should have learned it much earlier mm -hmm. when they did have the chance to learn it, so that they could benefit from it. Now, yeah. So, like, that's one example. Yeah. So, according to school, like, yeah, so many people they don't. They don't learn because, like, there's nothing, like, they don't see why this matters. Mm, right, so one that. of the questions I thought was, and I heard it from someone else, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought, too. It's like, it's like if you ask a teacher, like, what am I going to use this for? And then their response is just, you just have to, like, learn, you it. Just have to learn it. Or, like, they feel offended by that. Right. It's ridiculous because that is a very important question yeah. to ask. Because it, it, like, what happened to no stupid questions, right? Mm-hmm. And then they make you feel stupid by asking that question and then, like, you know, looking at you, like, all pissed off or whatever. Yeah, it just seems very, like, fascist. Yeah. Really. It's, like... Yeah, truly. It's, like, it's like, isn't the point of, like, doing this so that that it applies to my life right. or something? Right, and maybe? understand it, too. Yeah. So, I understood math. I understood why we learned math. Because you can actually do it and then put it into practice, like algebra. That makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like you're missing something. It's like what is the variable? You know, what is what is the variable? Right. And I get that. And then geometry, I get that also because like you have to find out the dimensions of buildings and mm -hmm. stuff. I get that. Then it went into like calculus, and I was like, why am I drawing this grid here and like trying to find out what the hyper hyperbole is? Like yeah. I don't know what this is for. Right. That's when it just stopped being <laughs> making sense to me because like there was nothing I can visualize as to why yeah. we did this. And then I find out much later, like when I'm out of high school, why calculus was a thing. It was like to like find out like how the the planets move or something. Yeah. But it's like they don't they didn't teach me that. So it's like it was at it was at that point. It's like I guess they just believe like oh you've been doing math for quite some time, so we don't have to show you why we do this. Right. Just learn it. Learn the functions. It was like, yeah. Why? At that point, it's like, what's the point? I remember struggling in uh, astronomy because there was a lot of math questions. Mm, yeah. I was like, uh, I think you have to do calculus if you know want to do astronomy. Mm. So I took an astronomy class in college, and it was pretty difficult, but I, I, I did know how to do it because I was into math back when I was younger. It just took me time to, like, remember everything and... At that point, once you're in college, if you're into astronomy, if you're into the stars and like going up into space, pay attention to math. Because mm -hmm. um, that, that would have been a cool like career path for me to take, to be honest. Uh, and when you're in college, the professors don't give a crap. You know, you've already paid them. Mm -hmm. They've already done their thing. They're, they're going to continue with their lesson. You're there for, for their knowledge. They're not there. For, yeah. They're just checked, and then they checked out. Like they they got their checks, and they're checked well, out. I feel like that's more high school. I've seen I, 
saw more teachers like that in high school. But in college, it's like they're actually interested in this thing. And if you're interested as well, you make the right questions, um, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to feed off of you as well and keep teaching you. So, yeah. I was, I was, in, I did an astronomy class also. Yeah. That was actually one of the first classes I took when I went into high school. So I learned about like why certain color, like why there's certain colored stars and stuff. I didn't know yeah. that there was blue stars until they talked about it. Yeah. I just thought I just it just is because it looked blue. Right. But I thought like oh they're just actually yellow or something you know. Mm -hmm. But then after you like you find out oh blue stars are like more luminous but they die quicker, mm -hmm. while red red stars are less luminous but they live longer. Live longer yeah. Because they give off less energy I guess. Mm -hmm. And then like the whole life cycle of a star to like when yeah. it becomes nebula or like a white star or dwarf star or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, the whole helium and then the fusion. I thought that was really interesting, but then when they went into the math equation, I was like, I don't get this. I don't even remember learning it. I don't remember it. Like, I remember getting homework and just not doing it because I was like, oh, I don't do this. Yeah. You know, it's like homework is just yeah. like a, a downer. Like, I remember a lot of this stuff. It's so tedious. I wish there was another word for homework because I think it would be more interesting or more fun for people to learn if it wasn't called homework. Uh, what would you, would it be, uh, <laughs> what else would you call Extended it? Extended lesson part one. No, that sounds so boring. That sounds um, even worse. Than yeah, it does. Anything with lesson in it kind of makes me want to puke. Yeah. But there's always, like, lesson one mm -hmm. after this. Yeah, I remember that. I get super excited at the <laughs> beginning of the semester, and then, like, it starts dying down halfway through. Kind of like a job. Yep. It's like you get excited, it's like, oh, this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And then after it's like, oh, this is, this is not that great. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta super ignore the things that aren't great. That's the funny thing, like, that's, like, for anyone that's, that's just gonna go into work, or in the workforce, like, mm -hmm. it, it's cool at first. I remember, like, my first job, it was really cool, it was like, oh, a lot of these people, like, I, I kind of related to like a TV show, like oh this like this kind of character. Yeah. And I was really cool about it. it was like I always had this idea of like making a show around like certain things. I feel like I'm very situational comedy based. Mm -hmm. So like uh, it's funny. It's like I'm situational comedy, but I have dry humor. Yeah. So it's like I don't like sitcom humor very much. It's just very like, hmm. you know, like the whole like uh. Like, like, slapstick or like, or the catchphrase. Like, it's just like all these puns. Yeah, catchphrases. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't mind catchphrases. I get, I get they're not really that supposed to be funny. It's just like mm -hmm. it's a, a signature thing. Yeah, yeah. staple. But as far as like sitcom humor, I'm not very big on it. I like dry humor and then surprise shock humor. But that's because of all the TV shows that kind of bred me into that. Yeah. I've noticed that I like situational comedy. Yeah. So like I like I like setups. Yeah. And stuff I like I like. You like the story to get you there. Yeah. I like I like callbacks even too. You're hard to please. I just I'm just I'm jaded. You're jaded. I'm just jaded. I thought you were Andy. Yeah. See. <laughs> nothing. 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 <laughs> When you first start anywhere, it's really exciting, and after it's just kind of like the excitement kind of dwindles. Yeah. I guess that that might be with everything. So 
but like, yeah, my sister, I told her, yeah. Uh, she was pretty excited for McDonald's, but I told her, like, you're gonna, you're gonna stop liking it. It's, it's like, it's gonna wear off. Yeah. You know, I guess it's like also in relationship too. That's why it's like something you have to work in. But the thing is, I feel like most jobs are just not worth it. Yeah. You know? I so mean, I say, yeah. minimum wage is not a living wage. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Well, yeah, it was, it was meant to be. It was meant to be a livable, like it was meant to be a livable wage. Mm. Since the New Deal, since it was written in the New Deal, mm. the minimum wage. But then after a lot of people, they kind of, I think they've been, they've been kind of lied to because a lot of people they think, oh no, minimum wage is not supposed to be a livable wage. It's meant to be. But it's like nowhere in like in the policy of minimum wage. Was that ever stated? Like it was never meant to be a a non livable wage. That's the whole point of the yeah, minimum wage. It was right. meant to be so that you can sustain yourself. You can rent. Right. Or, you know. The craziest thing about minimum wage is that if you get extremely hurt, where your family falls to ca- cancer or you know something really terrible, you can't get yourself out of that if you have a minimum wage paying job. Mm-hmm. And it, it surprises me. It's confoundedly stupid. If it's part of the, um, you know, uh, our our rights uh, to have uh, freedom, what is it? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. You can't have life if you're sick, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel, well, yeah, but the, uh, the minimum wage, I feel like that was a part of the bill. Yeah. And then after the whole thing of, like, Having health care, though it's not explicitly like, oh, this is the thing is, is like, how do you expect to then pay for the expenses when you don't have them? Right. So that's what it comes down to. I feel like all of these, whether it's like school, like universities, mm-hmm. credit card companies, banks, and even healthcare, I feel like they're all meant to make us like. Like a slave to, and then put us into debt. Yeah, that's the only way you can actually. That's that's like the loophole with slavery, like when they had the 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 Thirteenth Amendment. Mm. It was to exalt of any slavery. Right. But if it's like in due for like a crime or like in debt, like that's actually that's what the whole concept of slavery was back then. It's like. You're you're put into debt, mm. so in a way we are like enslaved to these these companies, these, these credit cards, these healthcare. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's not a part of our rights. It's not even a part of our taxes. All the taxes that we mostly have is to the military, not even to our own benefit. Yeah, it's to our our government's benefit and creating getting more oil or more. Power and or being the big bully. Our so. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, we don't know what the heck is going on overseas on, you know, on all those operations that they're doing. But we have so it's many all, bases. Yeah. And it's all, like, classified, you know? Yeah, like, the so basic many. public can't know about what's actually going on over there. And that's where our money is going to. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a trip, if you think about it. Yeah, it's like, it's like there should be more transparency. Yeah. But I feel like that should be something that we really strive for. Like, that's something that we should protest. 
Okay. You've heard of the protest that's coming up? No. There's a protest in October, like in October 15th. For? Uh, it's for like four day week for $20 minimum wage for, for many other things. Mm. But it's like a general strike or a general protest and strike for all America, like all, all of the U.S. Yeah, all so, over. They were spreading it oh, that's interesting. to many different people, like, oh, that's when everyone should strike. Because at right. that point, like, I even heard this quote, like... What is it, four-day weekends and then 20... No, sorry, four-day work, work, work weeks and then... And $20 minimum wage. wage. But there's other things also on top yeah. of that, I don't remember. But that's the thing, it's like, if individually, we, we beg. But... Together, we bargain. Yeah. So that's the funny thing. I, that's why I don't identify with politics because I feel like it's just a way to divide. That like it's, it's it's to divide people so that they don't see that they're being screwed by the government. Yeah. By aristocrats. Right. Because that's what the Romans did. That's what a lot of I feel like that's like what a lot of empires did to like to maintain their power. Yeah. And like. Their, their abuse to right. the working class. That's how race is also, too. I think race was actually meant for that also. To divide? Yeah. So, like, the working class would not, like, unionize together to, like, hey, this is this is not right. Our, our labor is being exploited. Yeah. So, that's the funny thing. Like, the U.S. is all about exploitative labor. Since it's since its creation, its yeah. foundation, the most you can get out of people without killing them, I guess. Or not even that. Like, but that's the thing. Like, that's that's what whether it be like the the African slave mm-hmm. or the the Native American, mm-hmm. they used them all for for free labor or like close to nothing labor, and just extracted all the wealth yeah. from the land. And the thing is, we think of this as like, oh, this this was in the past. But who is it to say that these things don't recur or they 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 stop even? Right. You know, it's like, of course, like, no one. This these things are not just gonna stop just because people when they come to their senses or like the people that like the elites that created this are just gonna be like, you know what, I'm gonna change. Yeah. It's because the people they revolt against that. That's when change happens. Mm. So, like, that's why, like, a lot of protests are necessary so that the people in power can see they're not going to take that anymore. Yeah. And so that, and so on and so forth. So now let's thing. find a new way to screw them over. Yeah, so, like, they're trying to find loopholes. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the whole thing with, like, like, get rid of slavery, but only because people fought to get rid of slavery. Yeah. But... We can still enslave them in in the sense of if they if they uh they do a crime, they have to do cheap labor in jail. Yeah. And who's paying for those correctional facilities? Yeah. The taxpayer, yeah. not the government. Mm-hmm. Not, so like it's still they're still screwing us in another yeah. way, and getting away with it. And then people are none the wiser. It's just like, and if you give them the whole concept of like you're a free American. Yeah, you won't, you won't question. You won't question anything. If you're free, what is there to complain about? 
Yeah. So you have this illusion that you 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 know you're having you have a great situation. Mm. So you don't question it. Yeah, it's really crummy to think that we don't we're like we stand outside of that we we don't. And I feel like everyone's kind of like. I feel like people are waking up to it. Yeah. But it's just like. Uh, I don't know, it's just, uh, it's very confusing, this time we live in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing, like, I feel like the whole thing, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't strive to be an employee even, you know? Like, yeah. of course, like, there will be time, there will be a time, like, if this protest does work out, a lot of people end up getting a lot of, uh, benefits from it. Mm. That's... Like, you yeah, still I, don't want to strive to be, like, an employee of someone. No. I think, people, like I said earlier, I think people um, need to pursue, it's a responsibility to pursue a higher learning. And I think that's also a right, you know, not, not just a responsibility, but it's a, a right that we should be able to do something um, outside. I, I kind of like that uh, idea of the four-day weekend, a four-day week, work week, mm -hmm. and 20-minimum wage. Because um, it opens up the possibility for people to have an extra day off to actually do something better for themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of times that I come back home from work or know that I have to go to work, I want to do things for myself, but I, I don't make enough time because I have to do everything else, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, errands and all that. Right. You don't have the time for it. No time for it. And the time is so valuable, so they yeah. try to utilize you to the extent you notice a lot like so when you're 18 you're allowed to join the workforce and then you're kind of pushed towards um retirement by the age of like 60 or 65 yeah because that's what that's the your prime wants. they yeah. want to they want to extract all your labor out of you yeah and then just you know it's and then even biologically then, yeah it's, it's so weird psychologically and biologically like catered for you to use your best time for somebody else mm -hmm. to make someone else rich via yeah. labor yeah I don't want to end up like those old security guards, you know. Mm -hmm. Only if I want to do it for fun, you know. Take a, a day or two to do that for myself. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to, like, my whole life I did all that just to end up dying as a security guard. That's why, like, you have to start, like, a different business. You have to make money somewhere else. Because yeah. you're never going to get treated like a... Like a your value to the company is not that great in their perspective. You're indispensable. You're dispensable, yeah. Yeah, you're dispensable. So, don't put all your eggs in that basket. Right. Because it's, it's, it's worthless. And also, save up money. When you save up money, you have a, a, a hedge yeah. against, like, having to work consistently at this and, like, not having any time off. Outside yeah. of that, that's the thing. Like in the U.S., I think we should know more about like other people's politics. Yeah. Like what's going on in different government, to see like what to learn from them, or to see like who the U.S. is screwing over this time, kind of. Mm -hmm. But um. Otherwise, then you would just be like. You wouldn't know what you can also ach uh, achieve to gain. 
you know? Yeah. If you only see, like, your situation, well, that's all you know. Right. Like, if you look at, like, a lot of places in Europe, like, they're allowed, what, like, four weeks or, like, no, you, you like, multiple weeks off from right. work. But here it's, like, right here you have to ask weeks, for it two weeks in advance. Yeah. And some some uh, some companies they don't allow that. Yeah. Some so companies want you to ask for it two weeks prior to. Yeah. Um. Instead of like, what if you have a like right now? I plan to go next year in June to you know do something. I'm gonna I'm marking that day down now. They're like, no no no, tell me tell me when the time comes. So then when the time actually comes and you've already planned everything, they're like, oh well, we need you this week. Right, yeah. It, it's pretty fucked up. And that's the dumb thing, too, because, like, they always talk about, like, oh, uh, the unemployment and all that. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many people unemployed, but then after they have, like, they have, they they only utilize those people, and they only, that's the whole thing. It's like, wouldn't you think if you worked less hours, and then you gave the, like, the remaining hours to someone else who's unemployed, wouldn't that solve the whole employment situation? Yeah. But... That's a weird thing. It's like a lot of companies, they don't allow you to work there unless you were to work 40-hour weeks. Why? Yeah. What is that about? I don't know. You think about it, it's like, what, what's, what's the logic behind that? Right. There is none. Like, I know that if you do 40-hour weeks, you have to be given benefits from that. Yeah. But if you work part-time, you're not given those benefits. Right. So wouldn't it be in their best interest to have many people on part-time? Yeah. So then what's the what's the incentive to have people full time? If they're also given benefits. And the thing is, those benefits don't come from the company. Who do they come from? They come it comes from your check. Yeah. Oh, here's a benefit, now give me money. Here's the benefit. But it's just essentially it's just your money. But we took that off. And then it goes back to you. It's like, wait, I could have just done that to my, like, myself. Why don't I, no, no, why no, would we'll I need do you? it for you. We'll do it. It's like, we'll but it it's you. a benefit to you if you do this. It's like, but I could just do this then on my own. Right. Like, why would I need you to take it out of the salary that you're already paying me? Yeah. Well, you get a discount or whatever. Because I only know that they're supposed to give you, like, at least in, the Cal- in California, like, you have state tax. Mm-hmm. So, like... You pay like seven and a half percent to that, and then your employer pays the other seven and a half percent. But if you were to be like your own business, small business, or just a business in general, mm. uh, you'd have to pay fifteen percent of that. Yeah. But I think a lot of companies actually get away from paying those like high taxes because they, the taxes come from the profits they make. Yeah. Well, the times that I worked at the hospitals, um, they, they didn't kind of make, make much sense either because you're working at the place where you're getting the discount at, you know? You can't really go to any other hospital, but you have to go to that hospital. Mm-hmm. Like Kaiser, maybe? Or yeah. To that degree? So they're still taking money out of your paycheck, like you said, and there's also a copay. Mm. And you can't go to any other hospital, but theirs. Right. So I'm guessing they worked a deal out with them? Mm-hmm. To some degree, maybe maybe the that hospital is paying that company for them to get the money from us, from our our like you know our benefits mm-hmm. that is just 
our money extracted from our paychecks. Maybe that, and then it's like, maybe it's a business transaction between that hospital and our place of work. Yeah. Which is why you can only go to them. Yeah. I feel like a lot of businesses are just really screwing us. Like, but they're not telling us. Like, they're probably, there's so much incentives that they get from our labor that we don't benefit at all from. That's why I say, just create your own business. These corporations don't care for you. They don't care for your best interest. They're just trying to extract as much labor as they can from you mm. by, the, by the law standards. Yeah. I remember in, the 20, in 2015, I worked this one job where you had to do mandatory overtime. Because, and they can get away with it because you're not an employee. You're just a, a temp right. for that season. But the thing is, they, like, there are so many people that thought, like, oh, this is such a great opportunity because mm. they pay you 21-something an hour. But you have to work mandatory overtime. So, like, you could be there from, like, for 12 hours to about 16 hours mm. a day. And I was just like, how is this even legal? Like, how is that legal? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's crazy. But the thing is, like, they, 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 they try to get over the fact that there's no other jobs that are doing that. Mm. So it's like, many people that are, like, in desperate situations that are in that kind of that situation where they have to get a job like that, mm. think of them as, like, a blessing. And that's kind of disgusting to me, I feel. Like, because then the, the, the corporations, they kind of, like, get, like, a big ego from it, I feel. Mm. It's, it's like, I've seen one time, this one TikTok, where there was, like, this, this, this guy that owned this ranch. And after he was, like, he was, like, looking at these, like, like, there's Mexicans that work for him. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, look at these, look at these people. They're, they were hard workers and doing this. But the only reason he's doing that is because he can pay them cheap. He can pay them for, for very little. Yeah. So, in actuality, he's exploiting their labor. But he's making it seem like he's doing them a favor, wow, and that yeah. you're lazy for not being like not being like that. I feel like that's like you're you know what you're doing, <laughs> you know. It's for the you're not you're not actually trying to help these people. Yeah. You you're there. You you pick them because they were willing to take that job because mm-hmm. they have no other option. Yeah. There's no you're choice. completely exploiting them, but you're making it seem like you're doing them a favor. It's right. just like it's this is. It's like, I feel like it's, it's evil, but it's like, it's trying to make you seem like you're a good person. Yeah. I don't know, it's, it seems really strange to me that... There's something off about it. It's very off, yeah. yeah. It's like, if you're a good person, you would, you would treat them with like, I don't know, say you wouldn't, you wouldn't take advantage of their situation right. like that. Or anyone's situation like respect. that. respect. And I feel like the whole thing is like, many people in the U.S. are like, Oh, uh, these people that are illegal are taking our jobs, but it's the corporations that are hiring them. Right. So, like, why why don't you get like upset with them? Shouldn't they know better? Right. They're they're the corporations that are hiring them these people mm-hmm. in these situations. So it's like, on top of that, nobody's doing that. Well, no except the the owner, but yeah. So that's it's just yeah. that's the history of of all of the Americas, really. Mm-hmm. I feel it's just. Exploitative labor. And that's why it's important to know your history. America, all of the Ameri- all of all of America, all of the America, was built on exploitative labor, mm-hmm. and it's never really changed. 
know? Okay. But the thing is, if you don't see it like that, you can't change that situation. I think in, like, places like Europe, since they mm -hmm. have, like, a very lived-in society where they have to, like, like, uh, they just have a lot of, like, built up, they have, they have a lot of history that they can look back on and mm -hmm. think, oh, like, this is how we can better ourselves from that situation mm -hmm. so that we don't go into that situation anymore and be, like, ex like completely, like, exploited, you know, like, serfs and stuff. Right. That's why, like, a lot of them today, I feel like are doing much better, but... I don't know. You know, I feel like that's... Unless you know about these things, about the history of, like, how things are now and how they're like that because of things in the past, mm -hmm. you won't ever be able to remedy it. Yeah. And you would think, like, oh, this is just normal. This is this is how things are. These are how things when should be. There was a catalyst to why everything is the way it is now. Mm -hmm. And we should know what the origin point was. And then when people do see that, they think, um, they would either think like, oh no, that was, that was in the past. It doesn't happen like that anymore. Mm. Or like, there's no, there's no like, uh, continuing effect of that today. But there is. The mm. thing is that there, there still is that. It's just people think, don't realize it. I think it's like, ignorance is bliss. It's best to not know the, the evils of the world or whatever. I think, I don't know, I think people would rather not know because they would feel guilty. I mean, there's a lot of the white guilt thing going on mm -hmm. where um, people feel really bad and like, dude, you didn't do anything to me. Yeah, it's not, it's not their, their responsibility. It's, like, yeah. it's, not, it's not on them. Right, it's, it's not even particular. your fault that this happened. But they take it so personally, like, because their parents are their parents and they did that, or their grandparents or whatever, did those things. It's like, it's on them. It's, it's And not. you know what's funny? It... it their grandparents probably didn't even do that. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's that's why I feel like it's in. Like that's why I don't I don't I don't like mess with race so much mm. because like. Like there are people that did benefit from slavery, right? Mm. But, to say that, uh, like these other people also benefit from slavery though they didn't like let's say like if someone was that came in the 1900s, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of Europeans, they came from the 1900s, like, Italians, Irish, Jews. Um, back then, they wouldn't be considered white. And they had no accountability for anyone suffering in the Americas. Right. Right? Right. But it was only the people that were considered white and were, like, Anglo-Saxon, probably. Mm -hmm. They were the ones that benefited. They're the ones that were held accountable. But only a few of them. Mm -hmm. But then now, these other people that are like not considered white are, are now considered white it becomes like now the blame gets dispersed onto them when they didn't do anything mm -hmm. and it's just like it's almost like I feel like not only does it make it like it makes it makes it kind of like divides people into thinking like oh uh, these people are given this like I had lost my track of my thought but it just shows that like the accountability, it's 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 just kind of dispersed to them when it shouldn't, you know. It should disperse. It should be focused on the people that still benefit from it, mm -hmm. from those, like if if like let's say like many many African Americans, they're very like they want reparations for you know for not having the wealth that was taken from them by the government, 
mm. like who they turn to for these repairs you know mm. it's not just gonna be just white people in general that makes no sense you know it would have to be towards the government or against mm. the people that still live in those in those territories like in the south even you know yeah. that did take advantage of that All those things, yeah. that's why I feel it's dangerous to just label people like with such a blanket term like that, because it doesn't make sense in historical context. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of nice people. So, to wrap it up, um, I want you to tell me one lesson or piece of advice you wish you would have learned earlier in life. Honestly, I would say everything I know now, I wish I knew then, but when I was younger. But the thing is, I would have to have time to learn them. You know? so. so I would say just take in what what people that are like, take a, not, not just anyone that's older than you, just listen to them because there's a lot of people that don't know much even in mm. their age. But just research things, you know? Take things into consideration more. Yeah. Don't be so absolute in your thinking. Because uh, you could be wrong, and most likely you will be wrong about a lot of things. Mm. So, always keep that in mind, and don't be a dick. I like that. Um, my piece of advice would be very similar. Just keep seeking personal growth, or, you know, uh, mental maturity. Mm. Um, keep learning things. That's as simple as that. Um, you, you're never too old to keep learning, really. Even people with dementia, um, they still remember patterns and stuff. So you can still essentially teach them, hey, at this time we do this, at this time we do that. Um, so, yeah, your memory is always able to absorb something, so keep learning. Mm -hmm. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. Well, I also hope that next next time it won't be, uh, or the podcast won't be, uh, like, I would like to be more light, yeah. lighthearted. Lighthearted. But, I don't know, it's like, when I think about things like this, it's like, I feel like it just, a lot of people should know it, so it's just like, I get very passionate about speaking about them, because it's just like, I've realized a lot of things that I know, and a lot of people don't know, so... I gotta put that into consideration that even you, you know, there's a lot of things that you know that many people don't know, so you should, like, let them know. Yeah. Because, uh... Kind of a responsibility to teach them. Yeah, it's like our responsibility to teach people that are just not in the know. Yeah. So that they know, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, with that... Yeah, so... Alright, see you guys. Catch you later. Later. Cool. Sounds a lot like, um... What's his name? Um, Critical's outro. What does he say? Alright, see ya. Oh yeah, baby! Oh yeah, baby!